listening to the Crude Audacity Podcast, the podcast that talks shop, shit, and strategy for oil, energy, and politics. Here's your host, Catherine Mills. Folks, you are listening to the Crude Audacity Podcast, the podcast where we are committed to talking shop shit and strategy for oil, energy, and politics. Now, I am beyond ready to highlight today's topic. It's one that has irked me for a while, and it's time to clear a few things up. Last week, or week before last, during the Texas grid failures, AOC touted that she would be headed down to Texas with about a $5 million check to be dispersed across, I think it was 12 charities. And while I appreciate anyone who can help pull in funds for their fellow man, my favorite being J.J. Watts, I saw a thread pop up on Facebook by, by someone that I actually do have a lot of respect for, but the topic of the thread and the traction that the thread was getting really hit me wrong. I mean, in all the wrong ways. The thread was basically saying that while you might not agree with AOC's policies, and that is completely understandable because she is an uneducated disaster, the girl has a lot of character, right? And we the people and the politicians should be more open to taking her more seriously. What? I mean, now you remember my background. I'm an engineer, a scientist. I have a degree in business strategy and economics. I hold three degrees in total. I was raised in the woods of the great state of Mississippi. So let me break it down. I'm not really here to dick around about this sort of topic. I'm willing to give credit where credit is due, but make no mistake about it. AOC has absolutely no character no moral center. She is there for the narrative and her agenda alone. AOC is the face and the primary mouthpiece for this movement and belief that facts and reality are optional interpretations. Her primary platform is that you should have a feeling, you should have a viewpoint, but you don't have to have any rationalization or reason to know what you're actually talking about. You, It is okay to be ignorant under the rule of AOC. Now, there is an economist, Thomas Sawell, and he is he's revolutionary in economics. And, and he's dead on when he says that this movement behind AOC is what has eliminated the ability to hold crucial conversations or to hear or listen to opposing viewpoints. You you need to self-educate rather than just simply pop off, but because of AOC and her logic, rational behavior completely goes out the window and chaos ensues. Take a look at this clip. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. We're raising whole generations uh, who, 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 who regard facts as more or less optional. And they're, they're being taught that it's important to have views. And they're not being taught that it's important to know what you're talking about. It's important to hear the opposite viewpoint. And more important, to learn how to distinguish whether, why viewpoint A and viewpoint B are different 
and which one has the most evidence or logic behind it. They disregard that. They hear something, and they hear some rhetoric, and they run with it. Get some facts first. Know what you're talking about before you start spouting out this kind of stuff. Does anyone need to say anything else? I mean, he is, he is truly a visionary and a revolutionary figure amongst the modern stupidity that has plagued the Democratic Party, that has plagued the youth of America, and I am here for it. Truth be told, when I was putting this episode together, um, I was actually listening to Dan Bongino, and I heard this clip on his episode, and I thought to myself, there is nothing I could say or a phrase I could put in there that would ever put the AOC conundrum into better perspective than Solwell. So I found the clip. But let's get back to the point of character. Facts matter. Timestamps, context, events, documentation, history, it all absolutely matters. The feeling of entitlement to your opinion without any sort of foundational knowledge is why the art of conversation is dying. But let's take it a step further, the inability to recognize that it is you who does not want to hear liberals, you socialist, you woke folks, such a stupid word, Uh, rather than the other party being unwilling to discuss or negotiate, it is actually you who is blocking the conversation, all because of your feelings, all because of your entitlement, but because you disagree with them, or rather they don't agree with you, they must be wrong. Conservatives must be wrong. We must be immoral. We must be uneducated. And worse, we are evil because we are opposing. We are seeing this movement, this belief across social platforms in the street on nightly news. This, if I feel I'm right and no one agrees with me, then they're wrong and must be evil. I mean, that's what's being pushed. And it's so ridiculous. And the worst part is, is that younger generations are eating it up because they've never had a hard time in their life. And I'm sorry, but we've had it really good here in America because of the greatest generation that ever lived, who is being locked away in nursing homes to die of COVID. I mean, it. despite what AOC says, Being precisely, factually, and semantically correct matters in all cases. Just because someone does not like the reality of a situation does not make the facts of that reality null and void. Everything else is emotion, and I trust that you can go handle that on your own time. However, AOC, again, a woman with absolutely no character, would have you believe that what matters is your perception and your feelings alone. Never mind that your perception may be a complete misinterpretation founded in little to no actual factual evidence, or worse, purely on a gaslighting headline. No, if you believe it, it, it must then be true. I mean, this is this sort of delusional reality, one that can be easily disrupted by facts, is what is leading to the absurdity of a culture that will cancel the gender of a potato-shaped toy. One that, for someone like Kendall Jenner, I can't believe I'm talking about her here, but it's very true. That woman went through and set up a tequila company, but because she doesn't have enough Mexican in her, she is getting canceled. Her tequila is getting canceled. A a breakfast syrup had to rebrand The Bachelor. Again, a show I've never watched, but... 
in which a black man asked for grace for a co-worker, which was actually a very mature response during a tense situation. He was forced to retract his statement of asking for grace because he did not understand his own blackness enough. False and deliberate lies about entire industries, such as the oil and gas industry, those narratives get pushed because the emotion is what's accurate, not the facts, not the facts. We're poisoning the earth because you feel like we are poisoning the earth. It has led cancel culture and this this feeling of if you have done it well enough or you assume you've done it well enough, you must be correct. It has led to the removal of grading systems in educational environments so to avoid the feeling of failure. Little Johnny can't read and can't spell, but as long as he feels like he is making progress, then he is. And let's move him on to the next grade, not educate him to work harder, try harder and put in more effort. No. Most recently, it's led to the CDC uh, evidence being completely denounced during the pandemic, you know, claiming that evidence is being falsely reported in terms of uh, the level of recovery and the level of toxicity and spread, that must be false because COVID is here to keep us in our homes and apartments and away from work till the end of time. There's no end date, according to the Biden administration. So how dare the CDC put out any sort of rhetoric that speaks differently? Or how dare the teachers unions pay attention to the fact that children aren't spreaders? I mean, you can go on to Facebook or Twitter, or any platform really, and within 20 seconds, see the effects of this mentality that if you feel it, you must rewrite. Why are we allowing AOC to gain any sort of traction at all? Give credit where credit is due, but do not ever say that this woman has any sort of character. If that is not enough to convince you, then let's jump into some of AOC's best hits. Let's kick it off with the promotion of identity politics. You know, the platform that says, based on your skin color, you should get rewarded. I really, I had hoped and prayed that one day we get past this because you don't have to work as hard as anyone else, according to identity politics. No, you just reap the benefits because of your skin color. Don't forget that AOC used this in her platform when she was running for her congressional seat. She was raised by hardworking parents, okay, who happened to have ties to the Bronx. And that's great because people pull themselves up by their bootstraps. It takes forever. But she decided to run as the Puerto Rican girl who lived in poverty in the Bronx. And that is so far from the truth. What the truth is, is that her father and extended family had ties to the Bronx at some point in their life, maybe through a small business, maybe a few lived there at some point in their lives, but they pulled themselves out of it. And her parents worked very hard for her to have the life that she did. But what she did was just enough. She took that narrative and she spun it just slightly so where it wasn't a lie, but it also wasn't the truth. Her connections to the Bronx and playing this Puerto Rican card. I mean, it is about as truthful as Elizabeth Warren claiming that she is a Native American. Because if she feels it, it must be true. Well, I feel like I should be head of Google, so therefore I should be the CEO. It's a false narrative to gain street cred, right? It doesn't make any sense, but it's obviously an example of great moral character. 
How about AOC jumping in to kill the New York opportunity for the Amazon headquarters? New York, a city and state that have been so devastated by COVID that it would have been really nice to have an Amazon headquarters up there to promote capitalism, to keep people in work. I mean, that's one thing that jumped, right? Amazon Prime jumped during COVID times or peak COVID. No, rather, AOC did not want to promote capitalism, and she did not feel comfortable with the benefits that large companies get coming into certain areas, areas that would have benefited her constituents directly, the state directly. Nope, got to kill it because I am a socialist and I cannot have you doing well on your own. Again, it wasn't about the people that she represented. It was about her agenda. Okay, an agenda that most people are not on board for. But let's jump to the border wall. Remember that gem of a photo opportunity where AOC flies down. She is in a white outfit. She's clean as can be. And she is there to protest and to document the atrocities that are occurring at the border. She took this opportunity to push a false narrative and completely leave out the what, why, and how about family separation, which sucks. But here's the thing is they're coming illegally. Are kids separated? Yeah, it does happen. Are kids arriving without any sort of parents? Yeah. And it's, you can't leave a seven-year-old on the streets. I'm sorry, but you can't. Are family units staying intact? Yeah. In a lot of cases, when they can prove they're actually family units, they're staying intact. There is or was a zero tolerance for illegal immigration during Trump. And I'm under the impression that Biden has fully removed that. But that has opened up a surge in border crossings. And you have to do something with these children. But AOC would have you believe that these are concentration camps. She even used that those words herself and that children are being grossly abused. When she put that out there, the head of border security immediately jumped on and said, absolutely not. This is not true at all. In recent weeks, she has gone on record to scold the Biden administration for opening new facilities and for continuing the process that was started during the Obama era. But then Biden announced or his team rather announced the rebranding of these migrant facilities. Right. And AOC has been on board with that. I can't get behind the separation of families, but I can get behind the rebranding. Now let's move forward to oil and gas because we know she's pushing the green dream. But does anyone else remember when AOC came to Colorado and (laughs) put out to all her followers that she was there to speak with communities who were being deliberately poisoned by toxic fumes released from fracking operations across Colorado? She called it devastating and traumatic for her to witness and to hear these people's stories. The main problem with the video that she put out was that she wasn't even on a frack site. It had nothing to do with fracking. And what she actually caught on camera were heat signatures from mud circulation. All right. It was coming back to the surface. It's warm because you know what? It's hot down, (laughs) down hole. Colorado has some of the most above-board environmental standards for the oil and gas community that have achieved such amazing things. I mean, truly innovative things from 
the people and the operators in Colorado, the engineers, the field guys, I mean, just revolutionary achievements through closed loop systems. <laughs> Environmental quality has done nothing but improve because of these people, because of the standards put forth in Colorado. But AOC would have you believe differently that we are poisoning our, our fellow man, our neighbors. If you don't believe me, you can go to the CDPHE and look at these stats for yourself. But did she apologize for her misrepresentation of what she was witnessing? Nope, because it didn't fit the narrative. She felt that they were toxic fumes. Therefore, they must be toxic fumes. No science, just feelings. Let's go down then to her defund the police, which she quite literally means defund the police. You can look it up anywhere. While the Democratic Party might have been retracting that because it did lead to quite a significant drop in their uh, voting measures, AOC was pushing the narrative hardcore because she would have you believe that this country is plagued with systemic racist attacks against African Americans, fueled solely by our boys in blue. She would have you believe that our fellow citizens are gunned down like crazy without reason simply because the color of their skin. Well, the facts say differently. They say dramatically differently. But if she feels that thousands upon thousands are gunned down every year, then the, it must be true, right? It's gross. It is grossly offensive that she is allowed to push that narrative, that she's even allowed to speak on it when it has been debunked by many, many across many industries. Uh, it's It's sick. And now it's fueling hatred of neighbor against neighbor because of a false narrative. Great character there. But let's jump ahead then to her most recent infraction, the Capitol riots. Well, that made the nightly news, didn't it? She claims that she was being directly threatened. Meanwhile, we find out that she's in a completely different building. So that narrative doesn't work out for her, right? So what does she do? The security officers that went through the additional buildings to ensure that they were not being attacked, raided, whatever word you want to use, they came, they found, they protected individuals, right? But because he looked hostile and angry in his eyes, oh my God, that opens up the narrative to a Me Too movement. It triggered AOC that this man who was there to protect her, he looked tense, right? I would be tense too. It wasn't a great time for us, but she uses that to segue into sexual abuse because her first narrative didn't work out. She was called out for it and she didn't like being called out for it. So she's got a segue into sexual abuse to, to make it mean something. She really is an upstanding citizen. Great, great character. She went as far to decline working with Ted Cruz not because she just doesn't like him. She could have just said that. But she, she had to make the statement that he was the one who tried to have her murdered during the Capitol riots. So she was unwilling to work with him. She doesn't like his politics. She doesn't like that he is eons above her intellectually. But we have to throw in murder, an intentional hit case there. <laughs> murder for hire against AOC. But my favorite, as always, is, of course, her green dream. And it, that alone 
is proof that she will do and say anything for the sake of doing and saying anything to see what sticks. Never mind that it is intentional fear-mongering. Never mind that it goes against basic science. Never mind that she doesn't know what she's talking about on climate at all. I actually have a quote here. I'm going to read it for you. And forgive me, it's hard to read because it doesn't make any sense. The sentences are kind of weird. But let, let me do my best. This is a quote from AOC. When asked about climate change and children and the future generations, there is a significant consensus that the lives of children are going to be very difficult. And it, it, it does lead, I think, young people to have a legitimate question. You know, is it okay to still have children? And, and I mean, not only just financially, because people are graduating with twenty, thirty, dollars $100,000 worth of student debt. And they can't even afford to have kids in the house, but also just the basic moral question of what do we do? And even if you don't have kids, there are children here who are in this world and we have a moral obligation to them to, to leave a better world for them. The idea that if we just, you know, I've been working for this for X amount of years and it's like not enough. We need a universal sense of urgency and people are trying to live like to introduce watered down proposals that are frankly going to kill us. The lack of urgency is going to kill us. It doesn't matter if you agree with climate change or if you agree climate change is an important issue. At this point, it doesn't matter. You know, I believe climate change is a problem. That's not even going to be an issue. The issue is how urgently do we feel the need to fix it? I had to practice that a few times. But what is she saying? She started off with questioning if it's morally corrupt to have children nowadays. Um, in socialist countries, we have seen population control and it's not done in a very positive manner. So I would avoid that one. But then she goes on to talk about student debt and is it moral to have children in the house? Yes, we are all working to make the world better for the next generation as a stupid statement, but how urgently do you feel the need to fix it? What are we fixing? You haven't even said it. You changed your topic three different times or your direction three different times. What about when she said that ICE was required to fill 34,000 beds each night with detainees? I mean, she, she literally just says anything and I don't understand what she's even talking about, but let's Go down to Texas, the most recent in Texas. And again, I am willing to give credit where credit is due. But do you think her traveling to Texas, and side note, she obviously did that on some sort of supersonic donkey because she's anti-oil and gas and oil and gas is used to fuel planes, right? Her arriving in Texas was nothing more than a photo opportunity, a way to fix the narrative, the agenda, because people were questioning the capacities of alternative energies and they should be questioning them because they cannot take over the grid they support the grid but we don't want you to know that oil and gas has been integrated with alternatives for decades now we don't want you to know that the reason alternatives are pushed are because uh the government has implemented subsidies that make them seem more economical and more reliable but that's the government choosing who gets to be a winner and a loser in energy no no we we've got to be down there for the photo op this woman's handlers refuse to waste a good opportunity a good crisis they just spew crazy and see if it's going to pick up in the the twitter sphere obviously aoc has such outstanding character 
that when she is corrected, because why would you not want to do your own homework for some of the stupid shit you say, right? Why would you just want to be so impassioned on fantasies? <laughs> but she claims that when she is corrected, it's a form of bullying. Are, are you joking? Yes, it was great that she was able to galvanize her Twitter followers to help donate to Texas charities. I am sure it is a topic that she will ride as long as she can absolutely ride it because she doesn't do much. She's really not that significant of a figure. However, her track record is riddled with check minuses far, far beyond any check pluses she has for legitimate or progressive politics. I mean, there are claims that she doesn't even technically live in her district. She only barely technically lives in her districts. No. What I think we have seen from AOC pretty consistently is her ability to turn any story and any narrative into some sort of traumatic event that she personally endured, okay? She personally experienced it, so it must make her relatable. Quite literally, the Democratic MO to never let a good crisis go to waste. So ladies and gentlemen, by all means, give credit where credit is due. We could all stand to help each other here and there throughout life. But when it comes to someone's moral character, when you are trying to tout the success of someone, be very aware of the facts and the track record. So in conclusion, AOC is one of the most proudly uneducated figures of modern history of modern political history, and her character is subpar at best. So, okay, as always, thank you so much for supporting this show. I greatly appreciate it when you leave me a five-star review on Apple or YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. I really appreciate all the engagement I have seen across Facebook. So help me spread the word and fight against the delusional left. I hope everyone is staying warm, surviving the chaos, and until next time, give them hell.